Hi, this is Tammy with the Yakety Yak Podcast. Thanks for tuning back in. Today we're interviewing Ryan Tran and Tanner Hallows of Second North. They are young entrepreneurial real estate developers. They have some partners and they are killing it in the Salt Lake market. They decided after attending a seminar that they wanted to become real estate developers. A month later, they had their first property, and the rest is history. They're going to talk about some of the projects they've worked on, some of the projects they're currently working on, and some of their future goals. You're, you're both 24. Yes. You're young. Yes. Mm-hmm. You've recently graduated from high school slash college. Yes. One of us. You've lived in Kaysville your entire <laughs> life. Is that true? That's correct. Yeah. And you've been friends since? First grade. First grade. First grade. How cute is that? It's pretty Little cute. Little playground buddies. And now, what are you guys doing? Now, we started a real estate company. We're missing two partners, by the way, yeah. just a little back. Yeah, Kate and Mitch info. are not present with us. How do four guys that grew up together in a small bedroom community go from playing on the playground to starting a real estate company? And and what does that well, mean? There's, there's a few years in between there. <laughs> not much. But <laughs> Really not much, it's true. true not much. Um, I don't know. We just, we just kind of fell into it, I guess. People don't just fall into real yeah. estate. I, it kind of happened. It kind of happened like we kind of yeah. stumbled upon it. Um, Mitch's dad, he's been in the real estate world since forever. His whole life. And basically. so he's the one who kind of turned us on to the idea. He actually works for a real estate seminar company that talks about flipping and all the other opportunities that there are in real estate. And so, yeah. yeah, we had the opportunity to go to it and. That's what really turned us on to it, I think, is seeing how many opportunities there are for us. And we all have different strengths and different interests when it comes to real estate. And so when we kind of all put our minds together, we do a pretty good job of accomplishing the tasks that we want to. Yeah, we do. We definitely there's there's definitely like hiccups. Along Huge the way. learning curves Big learning that we're curves. still working out. overcoming and mm-hmm. working out and. Yeah, it's been really good so far. How did you guys get your start? So you attended a three-day seminar? Yes. So, yeah, Mitch's dad was kind of, well, I guess Mitch told us about it, and then um, we just went to the three-day seminar, and there was a speaker there that really got us pretty hyped about the possibilities of real estate investing and passive income and all that good stuff. And uh, that after that three-day seminar, we basically kind of buckled down and said, let's do this. Yeah. Tanner, it really went down like that? <laughs> I mean, as crazy as it sounds, it, we kind of got together after that seminar and just said, like, it's now or never. At this point in our lives, we don't have many responsibilities. Let's mm-hmm. just do it. Yeah. And so I think it was a month after that we got our first house. Yeah. Was it a month? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a month after that we got our first house. And, the seminar was October? And we closed in November. Yeah. So you guys, short after. That's yeah. really, really quick. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Kind of crazy of a turnaround. Yeah. It is. Most people think about something like that, and they spend the next five years thinking about it, mm-hmm. and then the next five years wishing that they'd done it, mm-hmm. yeah. and then, then regretting that they didn't. Yeah, for sure. In the seminar, they even said, like, 95% of you are going to leave here and never have anything to do with real estate again, and, uh, like, 5% of you are going to kill it. And so we were proud to, like, kind of start our 
journey as becoming the five percent. So I'd say we're probably even one percent of probably, the five yeah, percent yeah, that have actually yeah. done more than I agree with the that. average. Was the speaker's challenge internalized? Then I guess that's what you're saying. It was basically a challenge that you guys accepted. Yeah, uh, I, I could yeah. I could see that. I mean, we all kind of push each other, and I think we all have these goals of. I mean, as terrible as it is to say, we we come from a generation, I think, that loves money. And so I think we all have these goals financially where we just want to be financially stable and financially free. And so we, we push each other to reach that goal and we're now nowhere close. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. But I think that kind of is what deep down motivates us so yeah. much. And I, I think, I mean, I know I personally truly love, have grown to love real estate. I don't know about the other guys. Yeah. I'd imagine so. Oh, nice. We're still definitely, in it. Yeah, so definitely. I think it's really impressive. You said you went from the seminar to a month later closing on your first house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us about that process. Um, How did you find it the first time? Do you house? want me to talk yeah, about it? Can, since it's kind can, of, yeah, definitely. It's so your story. <clears throat> the gentleman, um, he lived two doors up from my grandpa and... Oh. He passed away, unfortunately, and he didn't have any family. So around, here. around, yeah, he didn't have any children. Was divorced, kind of a sad situation. Um, so his brother inherited the house. His brother lived in Arizona, and mm-hmm. so we kind of reached out to him. He said he got a realtor, so we kind of started working with the realtor, and we ended up just getting the house from them. I think did they had one other person offer on it. Uh, yeah, I think so. There was one other person, and it we ended up beating them out. Super low ball. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we wanted that house bad. Like yeah. we were researching, like trying to Facebook his name and we were, it yeah, and doing everything we could to track down to the track owner. Down to the track down, owner, down who? Yeah, yeah the before, brother before somebody else found him. Oh, good for you guys. Yeah. That did you do any marketing prior to that? Um, did we? While you were searching for was houses, that before or after? I think it was after that we started the marketing campaign. No, I'm pretty sure we did that like the next day. The the campaign. It was probably hand in hand. We tried. Yeah. We tried. You've seen the "We Buy Houses" signs all over. Yeah. We tried that. Didn't really work <laughs> for what we wanted to do at all. We went to a little bit of a scarier part of town and knocked yeah. some doors, talked to some people. That was scary. Nice people. Yeah, nice scary. people, but. Scary. Didn't really fit what I think we saw our vision to be after that first house. And yeah. so we kind of gave up on that marketing campaign. And yep. luckily, we've been working with an awesome realtor mm-hmm. who's just been great at finding us deals. He's been awesome. Yeah. So, so you created a partnership with a great realtor. Yeah. Basically, but for yeah. the house that you first purchased, so you, you go from sitting in a seminar to having a meeting to saying, okay, let's do this. You hand out some flyers make some phone calls, run around town, knocking on doors, and then you buy a house. Mm-hmm. Do you guys own your own homes currently? No. How did that happen? How did you come up with enough money to buy a house? Um, we were lucky with um, just a few contacts that we had. That we were fortunate, fortunate enough to um, get in touch with and ask them to, to invest, I guess. So you had some angel investors? Yep. Yeah. Angels that that believed in you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, basically. Four guys who prior to this had kind no of experience, no experience at all, no experience. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about the house. The house was uh, 
dump. It was yeah. The the gentleman yeah, yeah the gentleman canceled his trash service. The neighbors have lived, lived there 12 years, and they said that, he, that he'd never had it as long as they lived there. No trash service. No, no trash one. service. It was a smaller home, like 1,700 square feet. But that is awful. Yeah, the whole 1,700 square feet was filled with trash. Probably three feet. Probably, like, yeah. I, was, I would hit my yeah. head. I would have to duck over yeah. when I would stand in the house because... And the the trash was matted down so you wouldn't sink through it. Yep. It was, so it was, yeah. and then the garage was completely full of garbage oh, I forgot. bags. Yeah, the garage was bad. Too. The backyard had the backyard trash. Was pretty bad. Was it full of rodents and mice and dead animals? No. We but never saw. We thought any. it would be. Yeah, we we had a we were scared that it would be. <laughs> nothing when, could live in there. Yeah. Nothing. There was not. There was not even a spider. We didn't see anything. And the, the neighbors also said the gentleman started living out of his truck yeah. because he even he couldn't live out of yeah. there. Because literally, the it was so bad. His truck that was parked in front of in his the house? driveway. Yeah, in the driveway. you're kidding. So he yeah. lived out of that supposedly for the past couple of months. Before. That is so yeah. incredible. Before he died. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember going to the house and looking at it, thinking, "Oh, how bad could it be?" It, yeah, the <laughs> outside it didn't show that. Yeah, the there outside, outside was. It was a nice fine. older house in mm-hmm. a great neighborhood. Yeah, great neighborhood. I couldn't even get through the the kitchen door. Nope. It was so. Oh yeah. Disgusting. Smelled terrible. Yep. Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> I'm still getting. I still have nightmares. Yeah. I'm really impressed that you would be able to look at a house like that and have enough vision to picture it becoming something better. Was that a tough sell for most of you, or? It was for me because I just literally walked in there and wanted nothing to do with it because I just wanted to get out of there. Yeah. That's, that was my first impression, but luckily Tanner had some vision, and. Uh, was able to like I have to give credit to my mom there. Yeah. She's been making me watch HGTV <laughs> for most of my adult life. Yeah, even vision. youth. I trust. So it. I've just watching that. You can kind of see like, yeah. oh, this can be changed. Yeah. This can look better. There is an end goal. Yeah. You grew up watching what House Hunters and like all those House Hunters, Flipper Flop, um, <laughs> Chip and Joanna Gaines. Chip Love Joanna them. Gaines. That's awesome. Yeah. That's it awesome. Was, yeah. <laughs> we tried to do some of the, the cleanup work ourselves, and I literally wanted to die. Like, I just wanted it was to bad. get out of there. Yep. Did it feel haunted? Was it, it haunted? It felt like it, yeah. But no, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Who ended up doing all of the demolition on the home and cleaning it out? And So we did a little bit of it in the f- first stages yeah um like we tore up carpets kind of shoveled out some trash but then we just got fed up and said we couldn't do this anymore like if this continued then it we would die it of a disease yeah so we hired a company out of salt lake to come in and um de-junkify it and how did they do that did they, they just just shovel they literally and had shovels and trash bucket bet, yeah trash cans yeah buckets of trash tell tell our listeners the uh the magical treasures you found in magical the garage, treasures. I saw a wheelbarrow full of magic bottles. Oh, oh, he had a wine collection. It wasn't any nice. He things. had some pee bottle collections yeah. also. He did. He had. We found over six hundred dollars in spare and change, change in that yeah, house. So we made some money back. Yeah, that really was nice. Quick. Yeah, and and guns and ammo and. So, yeah. yeah, he he was a, I guess a prepper is what they call him. Like he made his own ammunition. He had tons of guns. He had two kegs full of black powder. He had a whole gun safe full of stuff. Yeah, he was a 
pretty preparing for something pretty prepared yeah man especially living right across the street from an elementary school is kind of scary that is kind of scary yeah how long did the house take you to so the house um took about four months from to start sell, to finish yeah. how yeah. much how much time did you think it was going to take you from start um, to finish we had no idea but we had we got a quote that said around 30 days <laughs> thought that was a little yeah. optimistic yeah. but but 30 days tell us about some of the renovations you did some of the changes um, we just knocked out a couple walls, knocked out a wall in the like family room, moved a door, the front door, the front door. Yeah. Yeah. Just to make you the layout. Added a big sense. walk-in closet to the master. Mm-hmm. You added a big window, didn't you? And some knocked out some brick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who had the vision for the design? That I think was Tanner. Tanner, way to go. Yeah. I think. The contractor kind of knew what was in style. Yeah. And so he'd just kind of be like, run so stuff we, past it. We just said grayscale, keep yeah, we gave what's him, in style right now, let's do it. We, yeah, we gave him our vision and then he kind of took it from there. Yeah, and he did a great job. Yeah, he did a really good job. That's fantastic. On this project, were you able to stay within budget? How did that work, the numbers? You don't have to give us specifics. But. <laughs> yeah, we stayed... More on budget than we have in the <laughs> in the near future. The since since yeah, there you go. I have to edit that up. Edit. <laughs> so so you were able to to stay on budget. Yeah yeah. And and this was a profitable yes. experience. Yeah, it was. It turned out really nice. We did better than I think even we thought we would. We did. Was it difficult to sell the house? No, actually, that was one of the nice things, too, because uh, we had an open house, had a couple offers that first day, and then it sold that weekend. Yeah. Did it kind of, was it kind of too smooth? So the skies seemed really blue? Yes, definitely. Yes. We kind of got overcome. I mean, <laughs> we, we did, thought we, we could take on the world at that yeah, point. I mean, we were feeling pretty good. And what did you do next? We uh, got humbled pretty quick. No, not really quick, but we, we kind of... Trusted too much. Yeah. Trusted too much. Figured out that there's a lot of people willing to take advantage of kids our age who they think they can. It's true. Yeah. We just uh, have learned from our Big mistakes. learning curve. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you have any other projects? So that was your first project. Was it your last project? No. So that's, yeah, kind of. That's been a little over a year experience. ago. Yeah. Is, uh, we actually have technically three other projects right now. Um, but two under in currently in the development stages. Um, development meaning remodel. Yeah. Yes, and then one is currently on the market. Yeah, one's on the market. Yes. So you guys, the the four of you, have three houses. Yeah. That you own. Yeah. Yes, they're in our own name. with other people's <laughs> money. Yeah. 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 <laughs> with other people's money. Yeah. Excellent. How are these projects going for you? Um. Really good now. Learning curve. <laughs> yeah. Big learning curve. Yeah, the big keyword is learning curve. So you went from the the project, the first house, feeling really confident, mm-hmm. on top of the world. Mm-hmm. This is easy. Anyone can do this. We can do this. Yep. And then you purchased three houses at once, or not at kind once? Of, no, it was pretty. It was kind like of like a month or two apart from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we kind of just wanted to get as much as much going as we could, um, to just stay busy. And how's that we did worked it. for you? <laughs> yeah, going along with the trusted too much thing, learning experience, we just vet your contractors properly. Yeah. Vet your contractors. Yeah, that's that's the big one that we learned. 
Do you think that that's mostly been due to inexperience, age, everything? Uh, yeah, a little of everything, I think. Yeah, I think it's a collection of everything. Mm-hmm. Somebody seeing an opportunity to take advantage of us, and us not having the knowledge, yeah, yeah us just... not having the construction knowledge or background mm-hmm. to really know, yeah. to really question yeah. what they're saying. Yeah. But it sounds like you're doing well now, right? You've got a house for sale. Yes. Yeah. yeah. How we did it turn out? What did you face. do to this house that's for sale and ready to go? Um, so that one we totally just. Took it down to the studs, basically. Foundation, actually. Even yeah, further not than even the, the studs. studs. Yeah, more than the studs. You we, completely demolished the entire house? Yeah, I leveled the thing, actually. There was a big backhoe leveling. <laughs> How crazy. did your families feel about that when they saw the walls go down? Um, I'm not sure. You'd have we, to talk we, to my we, parents. We were yeah. scared. <laughs> Let me just tell you. Very, very scared. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hopeful, but yeah. when, when I saw the... The walls coming down, I was I had to pause for a moment mm-hmm. and wonder what it would become. But it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool house. <clears throat> the, the house is beautiful. So you have the house in Salt Lake that's done, yes. ready, and it's for sale. Yes, mm-hmm. and then you have two other houses. Yep, correct. Also in Salt Lake. Also in Salt Lake. Are you currently looking for additional homes? Um, we're trying actually to transition ourselves a little bit. Away from residential and more into commercial. And why? Why? Why lie? <laughs> the money's better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we won't sugarcoat it. Yeah. The money's a little better in the commercial, and we see that more. Yeah. The long-term goal is to work more into the commercial field. To, to create more passive income? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, we, I mean, I don't think it's in our plans to leave flips. I think we'll mm-hmm. always have flips going on, just yeah. not a large quantity. More cosmetic. Yeah, more cosmetic, less taking it down. Tell me about the, I really like the original name of your first company. (laughs) Will you tell us the story behind that? Um, So that was actually Mitch's company that he started with his dad, I guess. Um, Holy Flip (laughs) is kind of a play on words there. It's cute. It was fun. Um, And then we kind of joined in. But now we have a new entity called Second North, which is the one that we were kind of want to take to the resident or sorry the commercial to the commercial sector, world yeah mm-hmm. how are you guys finding money for your projects you've learned a lot you've been in business now for what a year and a half yes yeah that's really impressive most people do maybe one house a year yeah maybe two yeah you've got four yeah yeah it's been a learning process yeah i just feel like coming that's back the, to that learning yeah. learning learning yeah and I think it's a little bit of us just kind of being naive to what could actually happen. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so we just push ourselves and we think, what's the worst that could really happen? Because, yeah, we don't have assets really. Don't have families, to, don't take have care families of. to take care of. So we just kind of push ourselves and s- might as well see yeah, what we can do. And pushing then, the envelope. Yeah. yeah. I think it's great. It's really admirable. There are so many people that will probably listen to this and that I know I've talked to that dream about flipping homes and can't ever get past the fear Mm -hmm. that comes from what ifs. And the fact that you guys are willing to just go for it is impressive. Yeah, you might not have as much to lose, but you still have things to lose. Yeah, for sure. And and you're but you're still willing to 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 go for it. I I think it's it's really admirable, especially as as young as you are. Mm hmm. To have gained so much experience. You have enough information now to write a book, don't you? 
Uh, Pretty close. (laughs) (laughs) Write a book on fails. (laughs) You could uh, make a little manual, sell sell a little workshop on online or something. You talked about commercial projects. Where do you see yourself in terms of commercial projects? Are you going to flip some projects? Um, so we, we really want to get into just the like new build development kind of thing. Multifamily development. Multifamily. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that scare you at all, not having a construction background? Um, that's a good question. I think, I mean, everything scares us, but at some point we figured we're either going to learn the hard way or not learn at all. Yeah. And so we, we figure we might as well just jump in and we, we've tried to surround ourselves with people that are familiar in the area and in the industry yeah. who have obviously a much better background than we do. Yeah. And so we've, we've tried our best to surround ourselves with those kind of people. And we've, yeah. I mean, I think we've done a pretty good job mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. We talk about the trust less thing, but we've also been, like surrounded by really awesome people. Yeah. That we've met through this. So great mentors. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has it been a hard sell to try to get experienced developers and investors to take you seriously and to share their wisdom or are they willing to teach um, you? It's kind of hit or miss. Yeah. There's some that are really willing. Um, Love our age. Yeah. And some, some that are the opposite. Yes. And are those people that are much older that are sort of resistant and you tend to kind of hang with a younger crowd that are going for it? Or is it a good mix? It's probably a good mix. Yeah. I think there's a lot of older people that look at us and say, wow, I wish I could have done what they did. I'd love to help them out any way I can. Mm -hmm. And then there's also the older crowd that's like, what are you guys doing here? Yeah. Who are you? Like you're walking into my territory. Yeah, you're, you're too young. Too young. Oh, Never that's interesting. Make it. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. That and I, that's I mean, with any industry. Yeah, yeah. I think the yeah. the thing that I've noticed, at least personally, is it's the super rich people that look at us and are more supportive supportive yeah. of what we're doing. Yeah. And the people who, I mean. I wouldn't almost s- there. Yeah, yeah, almost there yeah. who are looking We're at us still and saying, grinding super hard to get there. No, you can't do what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will agree with that though. I found that that to be the case when mm-hmm. I used to do mortgage loans. The people who were super wealthy were awesome. Yeah. Down to earth, normal, mm-hmm. kind. Yeah. The people who were hoping to get there, almost there, were just sometimes really jerky. Yeah, for sure. Super full of themselves. Uh-huh. Interesting. So you guys are learning a lot about life. Exactly. And personalities. Yes. And people. Yes. You're talking about a commercial project. Do you have something in mind that you're working on? We are in the works to build roughly 90 townhomes in the wow. southern Utah County yeah, area. Yeah, really, really early stages. Yeah. But you have plans. Yes. We do have plans. Yeah. You have plans. You guys, most people don't ever get to that stage. <laughs> yeah. I'm just really proud of you. I think that's exceptional. Kind of crazy looking at yeah, where we is. started just yeah. so recent, but... And we're, we're kind of... We figured if that's our end goal is commercial, let's get there as fast as we can. Learn about it. Learn about it. And then take off. Yeah. And then just go for it. Yeah. Well, and now you've got some projects under your belt. <laughs> exactly. So people are probably taking you more seriously. Yeah. How are you finding investors? Um, putting out ads on KSL or... <laughs> yeah. I think it's just more talking with everybody about what you do. And then it kind of just evolves into, you know, hey, like, you can make money off of this, too. Um, 
know. We've worked with a, a lending company also who yeah. specializes in construction loans. Mm-hmm. And so they've been really good to work with. They cover a majority of the purchase and completion costs of the homes. Mm-hmm. And then we, ju- our, we just try to find the private money for the gap funding. Do you guys have a finance background at all, or have you had to learn the numbers and the lingo all on your own? Yeah, we've we basically <laughs> had to learn everything. Yeah, that's impressive. What have you done to educate yourself, selves? Um, a lot of it's been just learning on the job, um, but there's also been a lot of good materials that we've found online and through people that we know. So yeah, you spent time researching for mm-hmm. sure. Have you been involved in the city processes to get permits and? Um, we've been involved a little bit, not yeah, as not much as, as we um, probably could be. Yeah. So you've had people that have supported you and helped you through mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. So your next project is going to be to sell your houses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, when will the other two houses in Salt Lake be done? Or do you have an estimation there? Hopefully a month and a half. We're supposed yeah. to get some more information tomorrow, hopefully. Yeah. That will decipher when we'll be able to complete those. They're they're mm-hmm. almost in the home stretch, yeah, getting there. Yeah. Nice. Has it been stressful working with your friends? Working, I mean, you're dealing with big numbers. I'm assuming for sure. Yeah. These aren't yeah. just fifty thousand dollar homes. No. Yeah. No. I don't know where you could find a fifty thousand dollar home. <laughs> I don't either. wonderful area. <laughs> I'm, this I'm, time yes, I'm probably just sharing my age with you now that I'm talking about a fifty thousand dollar house. I'm revealing my old age <laughs> anyway wh- price range just give us a range in terms of how much property in your portfolio um a little over we, two million dollars right now millions of dollars yeah yeah that's how much we have out on loan mm-hmm. <laughs> <That> <laughs> so is, a little bit <laughs> yeah just a smidge that is incredible the fact that you're establishing really large lines of credit yeah is yeah. impressive yeah most people who are 50 60 years old can't can't go out and do that yeah you guys are completely ahead of the game. It, <laughs> is, a, it like is a little bit of exposure. Yeah. However, you know, if you don't risk big, you're not going to gain big. For sure. Yep. And I think that's what we've come to realize is, I mean, it takes money to make money and yeah. we're spending all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How have your family felt hearing about your projects? Um, for the most part, it's been supportive, I think. Yeah, you'd have to talk my maybe get my parents on a private podcast without me around, yeah, and we'll see the truth. Yeah. I think um, it's probably stressful seeing what we're going through and what we're doing, and seeing like how much money we're actually working with. Yeah, but I th- for the most part, it's been really supportive, mm-hmm. and and without a good, healthy family support base, it would be almost impossible, I think, to do what we've been doing. Yeah. I agree. I think that's great that you've got the support. You've got each other. Mm-hmm. How has it affected your friendships? There's times where I want to kill every single one of the members in our group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but I think we've got such a healthy relationship mm-hmm. to where we can push each other and t- kind of call each other out on our bullcrap yeah. and yeah. and and we've been not tarnish yeah. a friendship over it. Yeah, we've been friends for so long where it would take a lot to. There's a lot of trust yeah. between you. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And have you structured it so that no one can walk away and embezzle millions of dollars and um, go to we're Mexico? We're kind of just set up as... High and dry. <laughs> <laughs> we're set up just as 25% each yeah. partners, so... 
you know, if one of them decides to go south, then go that's, that's what's going to happen, crazy. I guess. Yeah. Interesting. Sounds like you guys have learned a lot. Definitely. Much more than you probably would have learned in a construction class. I don't even know if they offer construction yeah, classes, do they? I think BYU offers like a commercial Some. building class yeah. or, building something. Class or something. I don't know. But I, I mean... I'm not going to say don't go to school or go to school. I think pathways are different for everyone. I don't like the people pushing people either way. way. But I think this type of field is something you have to actually get out there and dip your toes into the water and actually get a knowledge behind. I I think it's tough. It's easy to learn something in school and then never apply it again. Because once you learn that, it's changed already once yeah. you get out yeah, yeah. and and That's you've cool. changed i mean your lives have changed definitely how did you yeah. feel the first time you signed your name to a lot of money to a note that was um sick <laughs> yeah i don't yeah. It, it, it almost didn't even it almost it, seemed yeah. that, it, not real it didn't yeah. really register yeah until you really look back and think about it <laughs> look yeah definitely in the moment not as bad yeah. looking yeah. back on it i'm it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's a little crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Awesome. So you're learning about performas, pro formas. Yeah. You're learning how to put together projections, mm-hmm. financials. Mm-hmm. How has that been? Has it been something that someone's mentored you and showed you how to do to present to investors or have you learned on the job? It's kind of been us taking stuff we've learned in classes mm-hmm. and applying it to how we can present to somebody. And a lot of it is... Every investor wants to be presented to a different way. Yeah. Some want all the friendly, what's the area like, what's it going to look like and all that. Some just want the numbers. Give me the numbers. Yeah. If the numbers make sense, I'm in. Yep. And so I think it just depends on getting to know the investor beforehand before we present to him and yeah. then figuring out how can we structure a, pr- a presentation towards him. Mm-hmm. So it's just doing your homework yeah. or her. Or, yes, yes, and putting in the time. Yeah, for sure. I think it's great. So lessons learned. What would you tell yourself if you were starting out at a seminar thinking about doing it? What's What advice would you give to yourselves? Just go for Just it. Just go for yeah. it. Just, you, ha- you have to take a jump. I mean, it takes so much faith, I think, to do what we did. And I just want other people to know, like, it's yeah. not impossible. I mean, it's the American dream. You watch yeah. it on Shark Tank. You all you see all these grassroots companies. Yeah. You just got to go for it. And chance, I mean, if you fail, you fail. Yeah. But you got to take that step. And a lot of opportunities are lost just because people hesitate. So. Yep, exactly. It's so true. And they're so fearful. Mm-hmm. I really admire the fact that you guys have just been willing to go for it. Yeah. yeah. And I think people always look too much at the negative i think our the world we live in everything's negative and we forget about the positives and so people might go into situations looking at what's all the things that can go wrong yeah. and you definitely have to pay and attention to yeah. those things but i think you got to look more at what are the opportunities that we have and what can go right and yeah. and i think we've done a pretty good job of doing that it's definitely something i've had to work on i'm probably the biggest skeptic in the group that's true and, i can uh, attest yeah it's been a learning experience like, yeah to just coming back change your thinking experience. from what can go wrong to what can go right mm, yeah basically we balance each other out <laughs> yeah it's yeah. good it's good to have yeah. someone yeah. that's super optimistic and yeah. a little bit more realistic yeah for yeah. sure Slash pessimistic. Yeah. Yeah. To kind of balance. I think that's great. So that's kind of what your team is comprised of. 
Yeah. A lot of a healthy good balance. Talents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you each have individual kind of roles and responsibilities. You're figuring that out. Yeah. yeah, we've all just kind of gravitated towards what we like to do and what we're good at. And it's kind of taken shape that way. I think it's fantastic. So do you, where do you see yourself in a couple of years? Hopefully we're at a place where we don't have to worry so much about the day-to-day and be stressed out about it. We're, we can kind of take a step back and um, enjoy some passive income and stuff like that. Sit on a beach. Be less, <laughs> be less day-to-day managers. Yeah, exactly. And be more of investors. big picture investors. Yeah. yeah. How many projects do you think it will take for you to get there? Depends on size. Yeah, it depends on the commercial project. I think maybe, hopefully, after a couple, <laughs> two to five, I'd say we'll give <laughs> two, it a good two to range. Five a good range. Yeah, I yeah. think would be good. Well, a ninety-unit townhome project is huge. Yeah, yeah, that's a great project. That would be a great project to get our foot in the door and. Yeah. Well, where Point can us in that direction. <laughs> yeah. thanks for your time? Where would where would you be able to share your story? I mean, is it do you have a website? Do you no website yet. What do you guys do? Yeah, we um, we're on Instagram at second dot north. That's S E C O N D period N O R T H. And what will people find if they check out Instagram? Um, we just post pictures of before and afters of what's going on. Update project updates. Project updates. Some fun things here and there. If investors want to find you, how would they get a hold of you? <laughs> that's never happened. Do we give I'm out sure. our personal yeah, number? Sure. That's never happened. Yeah. We can put a link yeah. for that information. Perfect. Yeah, you Perfect. Can, we'll have a link in the description. And I know that your door is going to just come down with all the knocking and offers yeah. to support Fingers you. crossed. Yeah, Fingers crossed. And that's invest a, in your projects. Yeah. The main reason we agreed to do this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a free podcast. Yeah. I mean, especially where I only have five, six subscribers. <laughs> and you guys are two of them. <laughs>